Good morning. I went live and forgot to put my picture up. I apologize. I wonder if you guys could hear me. Jamie, good morning. Great job this weekend. The touch and go in the bag was awesome. Awesome, 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 awesome. What's interesting is, um, for those of you who didn't see it, uh, Jamie Latimer was competing at the CrossFit uh, or at the Crash Crucible at CrossFit Crash. And there was an event where you had to move a sandbag from one side of the field to the other. And the bag had to touch the ground, I don't know, let's say every five feet or six feet, ten feet. I don't know how many feet it was. And it was in seven seg segments. So pick the bag up, shoulder it, walk it forward, put it down. And uh, Jamie was uh, touching going the bag. Later on, one of the male Masters athletes, Corey Bromer, Corey something or another, told us that they were told they could not do that. Which doesn't make sense to me because it was pretty awesome watching Jamie do it. Uh, we got a, a, a cool show, I think, for you today. Let's see who's um, actually going to um, show up. We got a bunch of fun guests if they show up. You never know. But I'm pumped. Uh, on Tuesdays, normally we have Greg Glassman. He's in Italy this week. But coming home soon, what is today? October 17th? I think he comes home in another three days. Wow. Is this true, Rambler? The iPhone 15 drains its own battery and charges the power bank instead of the other way around? That can't be true. Is that true? Someone tell me that's not true. Bryson Delmonte, hey, what's up? Sevon, have you looked into the water filtering thing at all? Need recommendations so I don't have to drink neurotoxins. Uh, you know, I use the Birkin. I was a champion of it, and um, people have been sending me weird shit about it. I know it's crazy popular, uh, but it's the, it's the one I use. I've been hearing some whack shit about the Brita. But I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't feel like I could stand by anything right now and tell you, hey, use this one. I don't know. This sounds like a water filter. I'm not sure what uh, Renee K is saying, but Alexa Pure. Sorry, I wish I had it for you. Yeah, uh, Brita. Yeah, Brita. It sounds like Brita was just a throw it on the hoax list. Throw it on the hoax list. What is today? Tuesday? There is a... Uh, an affiliate in Israel that might pop on today. And uh, Hunter will be, at the end of the show, Hunter McIntyre will come on for a few minutes. He's doing his, um, you know that show he has, the YouTube show he has with that other gentleman? It's called like Bunker Brigades or Badass Bunkers or it's, it's some sort of fitness competition. And they got two open spots. I guess two people pulled out. So he's looking for He's looking for a couple people to fill those spots. And then, of course, Greg. Greg should be here any minute. Oh, Battle Bunker. Thank you, Wad Zombie. Battle Battle Bunker. So he'll be talking about that uh, soon with Austin Alex. Hmm. Greg says his sign-in is blocked. Let's see. Go. Uh, yeah. 
sent him a new link. Send everyone a new link. Oh, it looks like the same link. I've been, uh, Dan, good morning. Dan, good morning. Dan, good morning. Uh, to get rid of fluoride, you need a filter with an activated alumina or you have, or, or you can use reverse osmosis. Yeah, I'm on a well, so I don't think I have that anyway. My water just comes straight from the ground, so I just have whatever shit's in the ground. I have been getting... Um, DMs from a lot of people that I they don't tell me what um, I guess ethnicity they are or religion they are but they appear to be Muslim and Arabs of some Arab descent or at least live over there and they've been very cool they've been very cool uh, DMs and they basically keep saying the same thing that I'm not seeing the full picture and they you keep using words like genocide. And they say that uh, potentially I'm mischaracterizing the situation over there. When when there was there was a um, in, in the most generic sense, my I'll tell a story about when my wife was crossing the street one time and she had the right of way. She had a green light and a car ran through the intersection and hit her. And changed the course of her life forever. And she almost lost the leg. She almost had to have the leg amputated and ended up being like six surgeries over a two-year period with all sorts of just shit infections. And, of course, she's fine, you know, fine enough now. Um, you know, she can run and jump and do 300 air squats and all that. But I don't think she has a meniscus. And, and it was scary and took up a shitload of time in her life. And she had to be on crazy... She had to be, she had to be on crazy antibiotics, which I think uh, weren't good for her. Uh, uh, I just sent you the link. This is it. Yeah, that works. And so, uh. At the end of the day, it, it it didn't matter. It didn't matter that it wasn't her. It didn't matter that it wasn't her fault. Everyone gets that, right? It did not matter that it was not her, uh, her fault. She got hit by the car. It did not matter. Let me repeat that again. It does not matter if you get hit by a car, whether it's your fault or not. So on some level, at the end of the day, if you're there in a country that's being bombed, you got to go. I, I, I would leave. And, and, and I've been having that discussion with my dad recently, too, because he's claiming he's not going to leave Armenia because they got the same shit going on there. The southern border is about to be invaded by Azerbaijan. He says he's going to stay. I think it's a mistake. Come home to your family. Hey, dude, what's up? You're looking slick. Look at that beard. Yeah out of control i love it 
Dang. You know, you look like you're writing a book or something. Yeah, maybe I am. Hey, uh, leave or not, there's no right or wrong there. But, but what what do you mean? There's no wrong if you stay. There's no wrong if you leave. It's just like it's outcome. If you stay, uh, this you... is my la my last stand. I'm going to die here. This is my home. Yeah. I will not leave. I understand yeah. that, and I don't have an argument against it. I I might beg and plead for you to leave. Right. But more, I think, to the point is, should you decide to leave while the while the attacking uh, uh, forces are attacking and they're recommending you leave and you get clipped, that doesn't make it their fault. Explain that to me. Um, they, tell, they tell you there's an open corridor and then you're leaving through it. Or, or, or let's just use the real situation. It's, it's relatively open. We're gonna crush this this town. We're gonna we're gonna destroy the underground tunnels, and we're gonna eliminate every vestige of the terrorists. And it may be that on your way out you get clipped, yeah. but it's 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 way more certain that you will be staying. They um uh, the most re what I saw last night is Israel has told Palestine, hey, that first two point five miles of uh, Gaza, we're coming in, and you should leave that section. If you're if you're in that section, there's a chance you're going to get get killed. So so n now's the time to move south. And so it, it, what's also interesting too is people keep talking about how big the death toll numbers are, but I'm I didn't do that on purpose, by the way. That's just Streamyard. I don't know why Streamyard does that. Um, the death toll numbers, if they drop 6,000 bombs and there's 20 – by now it's probably 12,000 bombs and there's 2,700 deaths in Palestine, it's pretty clear they're not dropping bombs to kill people. It's pretty clear they're not dropping bombs to kill people if you've dropped 12,000 bombs and only 2,700 deaths. They're, they're trying to kill people and they're trying to disrupt supply lines and they're trying to eliminate the infrastructure of, of a – a school shooter, Charles Manson-like culture that is the government of several million innocent people. What do you, what do you say to this? It, this it's like it's like it's like at Uvalde. You had that sick fuck puke killing kids. The solution may indeed damage some students. They're collateral damage. And what makes them collateral is that Hamas is telling them not to leave, that Hamas has been hiding behind him, that Hamas has enslaved these people. What do you say to the people who say they can't leave? This, this, I imagine this, this, there's, there's many who I'm sure who can't. There's this description that it's the world's largest in, um, outdoor, you know, uh, free air prison. But when I look inside and look at all the buildings and infrastructure, I'm like, well, that's like no prison that I've ever seen. And I and I know I have acquaintances that go in that have traveled in and out of Gaza from the United States to Gaza for many years and that have family there and that were building their dream home there. By our standards, life is hell there. Life is hell everywhere where you have evil government that doesn't give a fuck about the people 
and routinely, as a matter of strategy, uses them to shield themselves from from using their own people from righteous forces. Uh, another if, if the guys if the guys that killed that kid Cruz at Marjorie uh, Douglas whatever high school had they shot a kid, that doesn't mean it would have been better off if they had not gone after him. Let's go to Uvalde, the kid that they killed there. What they didn't need to do was make a deal with him that allowed him to control third, fourth, and fifth grade in that building. This this isn't this isn't that complicated, though it's filled with some atrocities and I mean, that's probably even the wrong word. Some horribly unfortunate tragedies. Um, great terrors, uh, uh, Japanese in World War Two, Germans World War Two. We couldn't. We couldn't eradicate them without significant costs on the civilian population. If you could go after the the Japanese and the Germans with guarantees of no damage to civilians, Hitler would still be killing Jews. It's the same thing with humanitarian relief. We start bringing food into Gaza Strip. Who's going to be eating the food? Who the fuck do you think is going to get the food? Well, the White House, the White House already, it's interesting. I don't know if you, the White House already said that any aid that they give, Hamas will get. They kind of slipped up the way they said it. They were trying to, basically admitting that the $6 billion that they gave to Iran will actually make it to Hamas. You, you send a dozen donuts into Gaza and terrorists will get the donuts. Another interesting element is there There are a lot of people now speaking openly about, hey, they show me the beheaded baby. I don't be, believe the baby was beheaded. And I started thinking back, and in my 51 years on planet Earth, I don't know, I can't tell you how many times I heard a story about someone getting their head cut off, but every single time there was some sort of Muslim involved in it. It's, it, it seems to be, like I never heard it was a Christian or a Jew or a... Uh, uh, Mexican shaman. It seems to be the preferred method, right? Like when you hear, um, uh, you know, on the streets of London, someone gets their head, head cut off. It was some sort of Muslim extremist guy that looks like have, me. Have you seen the pictures of Sharon Tate's slit open baby, slit open belly and her and her murdered baby? No, I haven't. No. Do you think it didn't happen? No, I do think it happened. I understand that it, that uh, the Netanyahu government has shown it. The the the, the dead babies. Yes. And, and a guy called a guy called in today who had a or sorry a guy called in yesterday who lives in L.A. now, who, um, has friends who are at the music festival, and he said it was way worse than even what the TV is describing, and that the only reason why he's alive is because he was in shape. And that he, people were hiding underneath dead bodies, pulling dead bodies basically on top of them was the was the imagery that I was receiving. 
the goal was to inflict as much terror and horror on these poor people as could possibly be done. I believe they were successful. I think that I think that our media should be showing these images. You believe they should be? Of course they should. But they won't even they won't even tell us the truth about the damage from the vaccine. Right, right. I also have never seen there's this distinction that a lot of people have been DMing me. We're like, hey, the Palestinians are not um, pro Hamas. They're not. They're not. They are not Hamas. That they they I also I they also that. don't. Well, then. But then why do all of the groups that we see organizing in universities across this country? Conflate because it. You have thousands is- of kids gathering or hundreds of kids gathering. It's basically supporting Palestine and the actions that have taken place. This is this is the modern day academic view that two plus two is five and mommy has a penis and uh, there's no difference between men and women and on and on. It's an ideology that's so on the rocks morally, logically, historically, it couldn't be worse. And it's chief tool for 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 uh, uh, dissemination of its views is is uh, rhymed couplet in chance and censorship from the from the National Review article. Um, the left uh, the left opens Hamas sympathizers have forever forfeited the Nazi charge. There's a line in there. If cheering on the murder of Jews isn't anti-Semitism, then I don't know what is. Progressives who refuse to condemn Hamas have forever forfeited the Nazi charge. It was never sincere anyways. It was propaganda. Which part? The calling Trump a Nazi. Oh, right, right. And by the way, one of the things I like about National Review is that there is no more articulate nor intellectual assail on Trump than from there. Calling him Hitler and saying you hate him and crying about him isn't an intellectual position for me. Right. You mean like when The View calls Vivek Ramaswamy dumb and everyone laughs? Yeah, they're those those chicks are fucking retarded. I understand, clinically speaking. Oh, hit me up. I should call them imbeciles. Is that is that that's cool? You can still use that. <laughs> I like I like imbecile. Idiot also uh, is okay. Idiot's okay. Imbecile works. Those are still those are still technical terms. Semi-retarded. Those those ladies are dumb. Profoundly uh, so. Uh, Northwestern. That's where my mom went. Northwestern's Middle Eastern and North African Student Association, according to the National Review, said that its members, quote, resoundedly support Palestinian resistance and that it grieves for the martyrs, meaning they're grieving for the people who crossed the border. 
and killed those Jews. By the way, the people who are denying that the, the head, that they were beheaded, they are not denying that the event actually happened. They're just saying that they weren't beheaded, which is an interesting uh, distinction. The problem, the problem with Nicholas Cruz at Marjorie Douglas Hinman, I think that was the school. Mm -hmm. The problem isn't with kids with Spanish surnames. The problem isn't with 15-year-olds that are, come from broken homes. Mm -hmm. The problem is with this sick fuck killing kids. And so I have no issue with the Palestinians. My issue is with Hamas. And when Netanyahu says every member of Hamas is slated for death, I'll stand up and applaud. I want to go back to what it was like on the liberation of France when you caught wearing a swastika on your arm. You needed your brains on the walls. Not going to separate good Nazis from bad Nazis. And it's nothing, it says nothing about the German people. The German people were victims of the Nazi, of the German government, even though they voted for the motherfucker. I, um, I did, I, I was a couple of days ago, I was riding, sitting on the assault bike, watching the TV and I was watching babies being pulled out of bomb buildings in, um, Gaza and kids. And I started crying, like, like just tears rolling down my face, like, holy shit. And, and the truth is, is I start thinking of them that they're my kids. I don't know why. Just, I just course, cross over that course. every time I see the kids. Of course. Of course. Um, if, if they don't, if they don't have a way out. Is there any party that's like, man, is so is there any party that's like Hamas, hey, Israel Hamas, Hamas takes over my home mm -hmm. and fires on good people in all directions from my home? Mm -hmm. The bomb that comes in and takes out me and my family is not the fault of the people that launched the bomb. Remember, the Jews at Treblinka and uh and uh, Auschwitz watched Allied planes overhead and prayed to their God to bomb the concentration camp. I have read in sources I consider reliable that there were people on the brink of the Masada-like decision to slit their children's throats and take their own lives. Because they knew what was coming? Because they know what's coming? Yes. I mentioned this last week. As long as live free or die is a slogan, you're going to be a slave. If you're just pretending you'd actually rather live than be a slave, then there's someone willing to make you a slave. That will be your fate. If the worst thing that can happen to you is to be nuked, you will be a slave. If you're willing to nuke someone else to keep from being a slave, that is a profound deterrent to those that want to enslave you. Hence the need they're for not, a strong they're leader. Not, they're not willing to be nuked to enslave you. They'll just rattle the nuke button. Mm to get you to yield.
if in fact it turns out you would nuke them and be nuked yourself before being a slave, you're not going to be slave nor get nuked. So let the whole game is leverage people's fears. Yeah. That's yeah, I'm in both directions. The calculus um, is kind of kind of simple. The calculus or calculus? The calculus. Would you, would you call would you call uh, the the term uh, genocide is being thrown around a lot or um um what's the one they like to use extermination um eth or no cleansing ethnic ethnic cleansing they keep trying to throw that word around all of a sudden that um there's a genocide going on in Gaza and ethnic cleansing and I, that is not anything that I've seen I've not witnessed that when Luke when Luke Harding was working his way into Georgia and he was a bureau chief for uh, 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 the Guardian, Moscow bureau chief of the, the Guardian. And he was stopped at a checkpoint trying to enter into, into Georgia. And you can see fire is off in the horizon and smoke and troop movements. The, uh, the Russian troops stopped him and said they wouldn't be allowed to proceed until the ethnic cleansing was done. Wow. Yeah, it's a it's only it's only uh it's only an impossibility to the mainstream media that frankly doesn't give a fuck. Um let me read this comment to you. Uh by his logic by his logic, any of Greg's family members will be legitimate military targets if we go to war with China. Well, from China's perspective, well of course yeah. Fuck of course they will. Don't be yeah. stupid. Yeah, of course they will. What, what, I don't, I'm do not sure I understand can? the point. Yeah, of course. I, I was trying to give the um, example earlier that, you know, you knew, you, knew, you knew me and Haley when Haley was hit by that car. And it wasn't her fault. But who gives a fuck? If you get hit by, you'd rather just not be hit by a car. It does not matter at some point when your life is on the line whose fault it is. And there's that's what war is. I mean, there's that component to war. You can't you can't bring a vast civilization to its knees without destroying its infrastructure, and the infrastructure's cost is on the civilians, and it's there that the that the government loses its support. Bernie Gannon, only one side has genocide literally written into its charter. Correct. Yeah, and and that isn't that is an important thing. Those guys. Uh... One side has nukes because they think you'll fear them and submit to slavery, and the other side has them because they would rather die than be enslaved. And as soon as the side that says "I live free or die" isn't just a slogan, in the in the manner of Masada. We will kill ourselves before we let you enslave us. Those nukes work. And at that point, the other side has no need for the nukes because they have no intention of being nuked. Their position isn't, we will enslave you or be incinerated. Uh, just so we're clear, 
you both seem to think the children of a nation with whom we are at war are legitimate military targets. Uh, of course I don't. That's stupid. Yeah, no. they. We don't think that, but they are. Everything is a legitimate military target in a war. We don't think when that. You, when you launch attacks on civilians deliberately, deeply within your civilian base, those civilians are going to be killed, and it's your fault, not ours. And I'm not going to not protect my civilians, protect my freedom, because you've chosen to base your weapons around your people. And the reason you've done that is because you're so okay with their collateral damage. In fact, you're using children as, 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 a, as a deterrent. And so someone grabs an old lady around the neck and walks out with a gun around her head. And and the cops take a shot at him and hit her. That wasn't their goal. It's also not their fault. And that's that is weak in the singularity, because the truth of the matter is, is that it's not just a guy trying to get out of a bank. It's a guy whose goal is to go down the street and kill all the kids in the local school. Suppose the school shooter at Uvalde had grabbed an old English teacher and walked down the street with her to the next school. Full of kids. Do you take the shot? And you go, oh, don't hurt the old lady. Let's see what happens when he gets to the next school. This is only confusing to people that think that two plus two is five and, and mommy might have a dick and daddy's trying to get pregnant. Those people are confused, but they're confused by everything that's important, especially if it involves morality, logic. They're also, they're also fundamentally dishonest. There's this line clock. Uh, clock says everything is a legitimate target in war? Question mark. You need to rethink that. There's this line, basically. I didn't say that. I didn't say anything like that. That that the media is playing where on one side is a legitimate target and on the other side is terrorism. And it's basically when this sliding line. When you're launching missiles into a civilian population from a school and I fire at you, the target wasn't the kids. The target was you firing. And the fact that you've surrounded yourself with kids and strapped them all over your body, they never were a target. They are truly collateral damage. And the collateralness is of your decision, not mine. If I post up in the Louvre, with a bunch of civilians that start slitting their throats and you come in and damage a painting, you're saying, I, I, I was there to destroy artwork? You're a, you're a moron. You're a fucking moron. And this is no different than that. This is an inability to think clearly. And there's no one in the Israeli government right now that's not thinking clearly. But that's what happens when push comes to shove. We can have political differences, but this isn't a political issue. It's more fundamental than that. 
Arguing that everything's not a legitimate target in the middle of a war is the of same course. thing. It, it is my point of like being hit by a car and then as you're fucking dying there in the street, be like, but I had the right of way. Like, dude, it's a war. That's my point. Oh, well, kid, he, shoots, kid <clears throat> shoots up a school, kills a bunch of people. He grabs a librarian, is working his way down the street to the next school, and we and and he gets greased, and the librarian dies. To think that we're targeting librarians makes you a, a moron. All of her collateralness is a tragedy, and the onus, the burden the fault the the horror of her death lies on the guy that had her around the neck and was heading to the next school mm-hmm. and this is no different than that scaled up big this is school shooter culture as politics and it only confuses liberals and to turn around and say that the librarian's the target or the paintings in the Louvre, the target, you're just a fool. And I can also tell you, you wouldn't hold any of those views were it you, your loved ones. This is the same comfort of, of affluence that allows you to pretend that two plus two is five or that mommy might have a dick. It's it's shitty, weak, inadequate thinking, rotted morality turned into a system of academic thought. Hey, did you did you see the Thomas Mann letter to the uh, to the uh, uh, dean of the philosophy department at University of Bonn? No, recently. Yeah, I, I tried to send it this morning. It took me a while to find that. I'd first seen it 50 years ago from Clifton Fadiman's reading I've liked. But Thomas Mann got a note in 1937 that he'd been stripped of his German citizenship. And it's brilliant. He's describing something exactly like we're living through with our own, with our own, in terms of our universities. Hitler rose to power hoisted on the on the petard of 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 German intellectuals in the universities. Our own good housekeeping magazine went out and, and celebrated his uh his uh, here I'll, I'll send it to you again. It wasn't an easy thing to get hold of. And the funny thing is you can read biographies of Thomas Mann or Wikipedia and and not find it. In 1936, the Nazi government officially revoked his German citizenship. During the war, man made a series of anti-Nazi radio speeches published as Listen, Germany, in 1943. Look at the National Review articles I sent you and what our students are doing today and look at what Thomas Mann in 1937 was was writing to the dean of the Department of Philosophy at the University of Bonn.
they took away his honorary degree after removing his citizenship. He must have been devastated. <laughs> Hardly. Devastated for his country, devastated for his culture, devastated for the cruelty, for the atrocities. So, so Paul Johnson's so, intellectuals addresses all of this too. Give me the, give me the, let me put a hypothetical to you. So we have campuses all over the country doing all sorts of anti-Semitic shit and all of a sudden supporting Palestine at kind of this precarious time. Oh, I support think, Palestine. I support Palestine. Gaza. And here's, and here's, and here's, here's how I would support Palestine. I would slit the throat, blow the brains out of every single fucking card-carrying Hamas member. There's my support for Palestine. Mm. They deserve better. Just like my support for Germany would be to destroy their infrastructure, bring that government and society to its knees, have Hitler burn himself in a bunker with that fucking twat, Eva Brown, and then build it into what it is today. That's what I would do. Palestinians need the same thing Jews do. This isn't a Palestinian issue. It's that a decent, hardworking people with enormous ingenuity and labor standards have been have been captured by school shooters. Who who see them as nothing more than shields? Because they see our, our 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 decency as weakness. This is like the dude when my friends surrounded the house of a wanted target in Iraq, and he opened the front door and presented a beautiful woman in a long gown, all the lights on, helicopters going. They're trying to run this thing like a police operation. And they're telling him all he has to do is come out with his hands out and nothing will nothing will be harmed. And what's he do? He blows her fucking brains out and shuts the door and goes inside. When they got inside, they found him naked on the floor, spread eagle. They asked him why he did it. And they said, because th that will fuck with you your whole life. Wow. Who was it? His wife. His wife. They call these people savages, and, and the Navy doesn't like it. You do it in text, and, and you, there's a problem. Are they savages? It's too kind a word. What's the cause of the collateral damage? It's the school shooter culture. Do you think the students in America would be, um, uh, if, if Israel hadn't retaliated, all these protests would be pro-Israel? No. Right. There wouldn't be a peep from these people. No, they're an, they're anti-Semitic. It, it's it, it it falls in that line of this thinking that like um uh, uh black people can't be racist. Like it's just a, it's just a straight one-way street. Like hey, they had what's coming to them. They are the oppressor. Yeah, on the whole on the whole black thing and, and the left, my view is the left is personally, intrinsically, deeply convinced 
that these people are fucking stupid and can't take care of themselves. And there's political power to be found by putting them on the plantation. It's the slavery. Mm -hmm. Another hypothetical. What do you think about those people who are living so close to the border? That seems like just like a bad choice. Just like I, I, I wouldn't have lived there. It was an it was it's an inevitability. You have a country. Next I would to I wouldn't live in the Middle East. I don't want to live in California. Right. I'm in a I'm in a secure enclave in two places where you you know that, that's. I don't. I can't. I can't form judgment on that. If you were if you were in Gaza and you were a 25 year old kid, would you find a way out? I don't know. I told Dave if there was. Any way I could be of any value to these people, any anything other than the way I'd be there now. Helping them, the people in the Gaza. Anything I could do, I would I would I would mop blood off of floors in the emergency room. I did that when I was 17 years old. You don't get too many opportunities to look at good and evil and, and play a role. If there were anything I could do that, that was a value and I wasn't in the way, I, I would I would be there. So so we have a, a weak president here in the United States, and because of that weakness, we don't possess any leverage and beyond the world, the beyond gone astray. Weak. Beyond weak. He's a crook. He's generationally corrupt. He's been bragging about his corruption for 50 years. He's not very bright. And there's profound reason to believe that the Chinese and Ukrainians and others have enough information that he could probably send him to jail. And it influences his every thought. Uh, Bernie Gannon, the number one aspiration of current American youth is influencer, which is disturbing. The number one aspiration of Palestinian youth is martyr. This is not. Yeah, I, I, listen, listen, Nicholas Cruz from Marjorie Douglas Hinman. He's mm -hmm. an influencer. Mm. The kid that Uvalde is an influencer. Those are influencers. To think that influencing has some positive connotation is as stupid as to think that 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 diversity has inherent value greg on one on one hand you're saying that the, the people who live in gaza the palestinians aren't the same as hamas and yet here we have a, a gentleman bernie gannon saying well no actually the citizens there would like to be martyrs i find hamas. that yeah and that's why they're fleeing in such numbers that's why a tenth of the population is less than the, left in the past two years. Mm. It, that is, it, a tenth of the population has gotten out of Gaza in the last two years. That's what I read. Well, then that means it's not it's not a prison. That's the thing. I I, I find it no, so they don't, hard. They don't they don't want the people that that see what's going on to stick around. But now they're at the point they don't want any of them to stick around because that's the shields. This isn't the cop at the mall trying to get everyone out of the way so that he can have a gunfight with the bad guy. 
this is a cop going into the mall with 400 people he gathered up from the parking lot. Yeah. It, it, the cop being Israel. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they should just they should just pull Gaza up to our southern border and just let them in. You think you think uh, there's uh, sleeper cells in the United States? Hamas sleeper cells? Yeah. Of course. And you think they came in in the last two years? What do you, What do you think the push is to bring uh, refugees from Gaza to the U.S.? You think anyone really gives a fuck about Palestinians? How you know? What do you think? What do you think the uh, what do you think the fear of the of the surrounding countries is of of these refugees? Well, the people are empow- empowered. To be honest, I think that they just want to leverage those refugees to get money from the UN that they can embezzle. They don't want it. They're not taking them. They're not taking them. They don't want right. the burden of the costs, and most of all, they don't want the terrorists that are going to come with them. Who's going to get in the refugee line first? We start sending sending uh, uh, fucking Krispy Kremes over to Gaza, and the first people going to be in line are going to be Hamas. You think someone's grandma and grandpa's going to get a donut ahead of the terrorists that have been running the place? There's a real. They won't, they won't even let the humanitarian aid in. Have you seen the line of trucks of outside the gate? Of course not. Yeah, do not, do not. They're not letting it anything in or out from that. You, gate. I wouldn't either. Of course you can't. Once you open it, you can't close it. No, the problem is, is that the bad guys are going to eat all the food. Yeah, but the, do the Egyptians care about the bad guys? They don't want them at their house. Right. They're bringing a second carrier into the into the Mediterranean. Did you see that? Yeah, I believe it's there. And they got uh, um, not only are there they, you know now there's going to be fifteen thousand troops in the in the Mediterranean, maybe more, maybe twenty thousand troops. They're gonna have, there's two thousand troops that are going to be like I guess on like second by second, uh, whatever you call it, to be ready to deploy right to get go right on shore. I would, in the course of 24 hours, destroy Iran's Air Force, Navy, and oil production. And I would send a message to their army that if you can get rid of the mullahs, you can do your little authoritarian government military style, give women some rights, let's unshador the female population, and uh, return oil production, and then talk about elections in five years. Without nukes. The world's at war. You can uh, you can fear it, deny it, uh, dread it, put any kind of timetable on it you think makes you comfortable, but we're there. 
were, were there at a world war? Yes. Yeah, this is World War Three. Iran, Iran needs to go. The mullahs need to go. The Persians are a brilliant, incredible people, a brilliant people. Their role in American tech is like second only to what the Indians. Mm-hmm. And and we need to be supportive. Supported by wiping their country off the map? Not their country, their leadership. Yeah. The people that think it's cool to take a young lady and stake her out in a field and then pay, pay let people pay five bucks to throw a boulder at her until she's until she's dead. Because what? She wore a miniskirt? They're going to get all these people down on one end of the country. It's coming, right? They're going to get all two million people down, stuff down on one end. Iran? No, sorry. I shouldn't even call it a country. This state, Gaza. They're going to get the two million residents all pushed down. I guess the 600,000 have already moved. They want to to coalesce them into as dense a population as possible and control them from underground in bunkers. And what they need to do that is for us to fear damaging those civilians to a greater extent than they do. Uh, Tyler Splied, the Persians of Iran lost their country and culture to Islam extremism in the 70s. It's tragic. There is no Islam without extremism and desire for Sharia law across the globe. That's true. The fall of Reza Pahlavi was a fucking global disaster. The Shah of Iran. Was he perfect? Far from perfect. Was he a clitorectomizing bloodthirsty school shooter no uh joe westerland uh you don't even have to be remotely fanatical to realize this is the beginning of the final chapter it is objective post rationalism rationalism is what defines it correct and it's two plus two equal five my mommy has a dick, uh, you know, on and on. It's the it's the end stage logic of the of the lunatic left. The last it's year thing, was safe. It's, it's a thing. It's a thing that allows you to say Trump is a Nazi, and that the and Hamas is a is a is a, a liberating force. Last year it was safe spaces on campus. It, nothing more than code work for getting rid of free speech. Right. Uh, asymmetric ears. What happens if the U.S. just stays out of it? I mean, 
Israel disappears. Uh, and then and then we start this shit here, like BLM. BLM seemed Hamas-like, seemed Paul Pot-like, seemed Marxist. Then you find out the whole thing was a scam to steal money, and they're celebrating the paragliders that landed in. Uh, they're not supporting Palestinians; they're supporting Hamas. Yeah, they are so openly. There's, they're not. They're not denying it. They're celebrating the the school shooter Charles Manson like culture of atrocity. None of it's a surprise to me. What a bizarre turn of events that Biden is going there to visit. Well, I don't even understand that. We're sending it. Why would is that his idea? Why would we send no, our senile he, president there? He's he's worried about the Jewish vote. So does he get it by going there? No, he no, he, he someone's told him that if the Jews abandon the Democratic Party, you're fucked. You've lost a lot of blacks, you've lost a lot of Hispanics. The country can tell that you're a crook. They can see that you're senile. Your family's been involved in criminal enterprise for a long time and our standard of living is falling. The last thing in the world you need is is to lose the Jewish vote. And my Jewish brothers and sisters, I tell you. They have an uncanny, open-minded capacity to wrap themselves around hatred of themselves. And uh, uh, Galanter, who was a uh, he's a, a computer science professor and one of the uh, uh, Unabomber victims, he mentions a psychiatrist in an article I read years ago, and I just thought this was funny in its tragedy. They said that that for a lot of Jews, anti-Semitism is an irrational dislike of Jews or irrational hatred of Jews. As, as opposed to? There's a rational reason to hate us. Right, right, as a, as a people. That's how, that's how fair they're trying to be. Uh any 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 conspiracy theory and you think that it's um this will be biden's last trip oh you mean like he gets whacked yeah or something happens yeah doesn't seem like a place to send our president then again every tom dick and harry was visiting visiting uh what's his name walensky uh, the the ukrainian president right during that from Sean Penn to fucking Trudeau. Just dropping into Kiev during the war. Yeah, I have no comment on any of that. I've, 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 I have zero concerns for Biden's safety. Right. And you're okay with Kamala taking the reins for a minute? Uh, I hope she's with him. Sean Letterman's stares on Air Force One are as dangerous for Biden as Israel. Yeah, more so. And watch, they'll turn that into an escalator in no time. I 
I see these these looking at the National Review and looking at these articles. It's also amazing to me how these it's 2023 and they're protesting and they have masks on. Like 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 this is a this is um, Columbia University and they're doing COVID. They're still doing COVID there. Look at this picture right here. Uh, They're doing COVID. You see that? Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Like half the people. And you got your obligatory uh, red hair in the front. You see why the conflation's happening, right? They, I mean, they send people across the border. Women and women and children are murdered. Music festivals are attacked. Now Israel attacks back, and now seems like a great time to do free Palestine protests. Attacking an army with uh, attacking a government that has hidden itself underground from its people, right? Their their chief leader, his we know him as the guest. Uh, Whitney Davis, COVID is starting uh, here again, and I'm in fucking Alabama. No shit. Are you seeing? Are are you in Italy right now, Greg? Yeah. Are you seeing signs of, of COVID yeah. starting again there? No. Every once in a while, you see some kind of fat American from California with a mask. I think everyone knows, even my even my foolish family that's that was pro vaccine booster 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 is quiet on the subject and not boosting and. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I understand that participation rates two percent. My these same family members will de- deny they were ever vaccinated in ten years. Right, right. Yep, yep, yep. I'm seeing it already. I'm already seeing yep. the denial that I was vaccinated, and I'm I don't have the heart to tell them uh, you told me you were, but I just, I just yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Whitney Davis. Oh yeah, masks everywhere. Wow. God, I hope what Joe Westerlin is saying is not true. Uh, Joe Westerlin, so the looters will soon, for the first time ever, make their way to the suburbs. That cannot be true. They're in the suburbs of L.A. The, the the people who are wanting to take away freedom of speech are leveraging this too. This whole thing of like trying to stop hate speech now is just another facade to try to control our speech. I don't know if you saw what's happening right. over in the yeah, in the UK. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. They have these really vague law that just passed in the UK where you can't say bad shit. Yeah. People are being arrested for 
people are being arrested for stuff they posted on uh, Facebook two years ago. A guy called someone a fat lesbian. Oh, no, maybe that was Sweden or Switzerland. But someone called someone a fat lesbian on uh, Facebook and two years ago, and they called it hate speech. He was arrested a couple weeks ago. Uh, Jake Chapman, a national conscription. That's the draft. Conscription is the draft. Yeah. Man, I don't think people do that. I don't think people go. You excited to come home? Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Soon. It's any day now. Yeah. more days. Yeah, I, I got uh yeah, three, three more, more days. Three more days. Are you uh are you, do you stay in that one spot until you leave? Um, we're here in Venice. We go to uh Zurich for a couple of days. House on a lake, nice, cold there, it'll be fun, different than what we've been doing. Oh, so you moved and, today? Uh, uh no, uh two days. Oh, so you're kind of your last days there in Zurich. Yeah, but no, it, yeah, we we leave we leave from Zurich to SFO. Beescakes twenty three three dollars. Well, thank you. Hey, and you know, listen, my tone may seem, you know, grim, glower. I, I'm just being matter of fact. I'm not. I don't think it is. I'm good with it all. I mean, I got this. There's a lot of clarity around this for me. Did you, did I wish you I, I, I wish the left had have come to two plus two is five. Mommy has a dick, and it, killing of school children's is a liberation effort. I wish they'd been able to express that more clearly earlier. And why is that? Well, I think it would have been easier for everyone, including myself, to not suspect anything other than your utter rot of of morality and and. And not too bright. Um, so I want to switch subjects here a little bit to, to to some business talk. When the when when you made the tweet Floyd nineteen, there were the most of the outrage came from a small, very small, much smaller than people think minority of affiliates. That ba- and then basically the other affiliates uh, across the globe, they had one or two members who were making trouble for them. And that was where the significant agitation was, right? So you have an affiliate yeah. with 300 people and you have four clients who come in and they're like, hey, I'm going to not come pay my affiliate fees anymore if you don't disassociate with CrossFit, right? Because of the misunderstanding of what Floyd 19 is. It was, that- it was, it was games athletes encouraged by their sponsors – and a cobble of the New York Times, BuzzFeed, um, Politico, being Business driven, Insider, Business Insider, being driven by uh, some force that had given my ex fifty million dollars leverage to uh, to. Uh, uh, to attempt to purchase a company um, and devalue it from the numbers that I was that I was negotiating, 
And so when my ex found out I was about to get 200, they thought that if Andy, Lisa, Lauren could approach these people with these crazy fucking stories. And it was interesting because for a month or two, we were having to fight these stories of, you know, uh, uh, crazy. I was I was in crazy places doing crazy things, immoral, unethical things. And we could show proof positive that wasn't possible. I wasn't there. The others involved weren't there. Uh, it, it all it all fell apart so hard. And it, the New York, New York Times says they were going to run with the story. And we let them know that as it runs, we're filing suit through Latham Watkins. And at 3 a.m. my time, so the decision had been made at midnight in New York, they said, we're not going to run the story. And we appreciate your recognition of our journalistic integrity, of which they had not. But what that ended up costing me was I had to put $25 million in an escrow account to handle any of these things even be remotely true for two years. You know how much of that money got paid out? Zero. Not one fucking penny. None of you got it all. True. Yeah. Of you course got it all I back. did. Yeah. And I had to fight the company for it back too. They drugged their fucking feet in paying me. Let, let me let me tell you my point though here. So this is my point with Jake Chapman is saying I had a, he's a gym owner. I had a member tell me he wanted me to act, so I did. I told him to leave my gym. My point is is that for every three hundred members at a gym, there were two people who who irritated a, the affiliate owner, saying, um, uh, "Hey, that's not cool." Blah blah blah. Like wh- 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 however they misunderstood what Floyd nineteen is. Well, did you see this? I don't know. This is pretty crazy that CrossFit did this. Stupid, if you ask me, because they sure as fuck uh, don't have the stomach to handle what this. But CrossFit actually posted this. CrossFit condemns the acts of this is from uh, four days ago. CrossFit condemns the acts of violence being carried out by the terrorist group Hamas, which have resulted in the loss of innocent lives. Our hearts go out to the members of the CrossFit community who have been directly affected and those across the globe who are grieving as a result of this tragedy. We stand united against evil and hatred. And what, 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 you know, the usual suspects, the woke suspects who step, who spoke out, you know, tried to speak out against you are hiding, right? They ain't saying shit now. They don't give a, they ain't, they're not standing by these people. Uh, but, but there are some uh, members in the community in the Middle East who are, have started posting, I'm out. But if you ran CrossFit, would you have posted this? Knowing what you would, knowing what you, let's say, let's say you had kept CrossFit through the whole uh, BLM insanity, um, in, in COVID insanity, would you would you have posted this? I would be as strong for Israel as I would have been for handling uh, Nicholas Cruz's short life at Marjorie Douglas Hinman or that Uvalde twat. Okay, so so you think that this is a do you, do you think this is a, a good but post? It's Don Fall. Meaning meaning what? It's the CEO is a good recon Marine and he has a profound sense of right or wrong. It could jump up to bite him. But oh, his, sure. his, his board, his board is more concerned with sugar than, than, than other things. Right. I just don't think that they have the stomach for something like this. It also won't go noticed. Won't go noticed or unnoticed. It won't go noticed. Uh, 
Ken Walters, I love how Sevy knows the days, hours, minutes until Greg is stateside like the boy that is waiting for his crush to come home for the summer. It's 100%. I'm, I'm already going to be, be see this house the second yeah, he gets you know, there. You know, Kenny, let me tell you something, buddy. I never had a huge desire to see the world, and now I've seen it. I've been to Iraq, Afghanistan, and 60 other countries, and it, it my life hasn't been enriched by it. By the people I've met, for sure, for sure. But travel, like diversity, isn't isn't just inherently valuable. Mm. It depends on what you do when you travel and and what you do. Like like just because you read a lot of books doesn't mean you're you're learning. Uh, Sleeky, Don had an emergency meeting with staff on Friday to apologize for the turmoil his statement caused. And that's what that's what I mean. When you make a statement like this, basically it trickles down to the to the people who are uh, forward facing or the people who are interacting with the um, Yeah, hello Sleeky. With the people. Uh, Ross Lewis, uh, there would be people who were mad if there wasn't a statement made too, and of course there were. Yeah, there were. There, of course there were, all sorts of um, all people. No when one's ever happy. The statement even upset people who wanted the statement, who the statement supported. Like it wasn't strong enough. Yeah. It, oh, the CNN, the CNN angle is it carving the unborn babies out of mothers is clearly a wrong, bad, 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 but Israel caused it. It's all the people at CNN that are. We know we know who did the shooting. We know how many students were killed, and we're awaiting to find the motive. In other words, a justification may be out there, and we don't know yet. Right. Everything right. out of the New York Times suggests that there's a that there's a justification that we're going to learn. The weapons of mass destruction. Uh, Brian Clark, what a fucking honor to be close to Greg and be his friend. Thank you, Brian. What are you most excited to come back to? Anything? Get in your own bed? Uh, any projects to pick up? Uh, see your house? Uh, your dogs? Me, me, yeah, you get your, um, new, get your new Apple Watch, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I the, the amount of reading and studying and interaction I had with uh brilliant minds around the world on the failures of academic science, the epistemic debasement of 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 uh academic science that's like that's my thing. And uh, it's hard on the road with the kids, you know. It, it almost doesn't even seem right to be digging into that. But I've got a, I got a stack of shit that, you know. This Are you is, you're in a hotel, not an Airbnb, Greg? Yeah, yeah, I'm at the St. Regis in Venice. But this is this is shit I printed up off the net. That I was gonna 
had visions on the flight over of reading and throwing them, read and throw, read and throw, lightening my load by seven pounds. And I've done none of it. <laughs> and so, and then, and then I get, I get irritated by that. And the weakness in me tells myself that I'm suffering cognitive decline because I'm not keeping up with my reading schedule. Right. Right. But uh, I'm I'm more excited by um, my comprehension of the intellectual failings, the systemic epistemic debasement of academic science than I am anything in fitness. And, and largely because the, the consequences are just as great and it's an extension of that. The thing that the reason I realized that the university doesn't know shit about fitness all the way from defining it to measuring it um, is part and parcel of, uh, of, of the COVID response um, replication crisis, uh, unprecedented uh, uh, academic fraud in science. There's been an epistemic debasement of scientific methodology, a a perversion, a corruption of the scientific method at the university that uh, has been is damaging. I think it's 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 one of the greatest uh, intellectual failures in the history of the world, and I've been studying it hard for a decade now, and I'm truly turned on by it. What did I hear? Um... God, I heard a great uh, a great description of what colleges are these days. I think it was Tucker Carlson who said it, or maybe it was Gutfeld. Maybe Gutfeld said it the other night. Let me see if I can find this. Lunatic factories? What did he call it? Damn, I didn't write it down here. Um, can, I want to show you a um, a video I saw yesterday. This is about sugar. This is stuff that you've been saying since the day I met you, but I just like the way they put it here. So it's a little long. It's about a minute long. And uh, I think you're going to really like this. Perfectly healthy. Put him in a vat of water and he finds his way to safety every time. 5.2. Now, look at this guy. What he's been eating is the equivalent of a North American diet, complete with all the fats and sugars we regularly consume. He doesn't know where to go. His brain has been damaged. These rats were totally normal, and then they turned into demented animals. They don't remember they're learning after even a day. And um, as the challenge gets harder and harder, they fail more and more, just like a human with Alzheimer's disease. 36.2. In this lab, the belief now is that Alzheimer's is really diabetes of the brain, linked to insulin levels, which can be affected by too much sugar. Professor Suzanne Delamonte. Insulin resistance, we now know, can occur in any organ can occur in the muscles, that's what diabetes is, it can occur in the liver, they cause a static liver disease, 
It can occur in the ovaries, that's polycystic ovary disease, and it can occur in the brain. Perfectly healthy. Put him Cool, right? Yeah. I got I got minor issues to pick with it, but nothing substantive. You, the, was it the fat part, the the North American diet where she said yeah, fat and sugar? That, she got, and, that yeah, part pissed me di- off too. <laughs> diabetes in the muscles. And, uh, yeah. Tell yeah, me about you, the diabetes. You wouldn't call, you don't think that that's just a fair, just quick characterization of it to say diabetes in the muscles? No. No, no, it's it's a uh, glycation. It's your, it's your, it's the A1C. It's the covalent bonding of sugar to essential proteins that uh, decrease cell membrane motility. And uh, there's a receptor downgrade phenomenon that works uh, uh, hand in hand with the decreased cell mem- mem- membrane motility. And so the normal bend and flex to accommodate the insulin molecule to the receptor site doesn't occur because of the stiffness of the cell. But maybe more importantly, we see this in the vasovasorum and the decreased flow, blah, blah, blah. Right. I, I, I don't know if, you know, the, the people that know this shit know this shit and they even roll their eyes when I talk. It's a small minority and I, I don't know if anyone really cares, but, uh, I'm upstream of this, and I can tell you how it is that this bullshit happened. Now, I, I'm, I'm really, I'm really in a position to describe the uh, the uh, etiology, the motivation, the underlying cause of all these failures. And the problem is, is that the validation phase that has made all of science successful has been replaced with a an archaic inference system that uses uh, uh, mildly inductive uh, inference systems, including uh, the null hypothesis significance testing and p-values, and it's it's such a beautiful thing for the university because it's created a, a an unprecedented uh, a logarithmic expansion of departments, grants, funding, and scientists and truth and discovery don't matter anymore what does is expansion of the department and you know publish shitty science and lots of it and get a lot of good press and that matters and that it actually does anything doesn't and you can't run a business this way but you can make your university stanford make it harvard Hey, it's like a uh, it's college has just become a uh, fiction um, writing class. It's a fucking joke. It's turned it's, into Harry Potterville. It's just a fiction factory. It's so bad. It's so bad. Are there any good colleges left? Yeah. Gets political fast, but I would be. I would be proud to send a kid to Hillsdale and ashamed to see him at Stanford. Right, right. Stanford's president is an academic fraud. Who's that? Oh, I forget the guy's name. Is it Kennedy? Meaning he Did was caught. Got, he was uh, Dude, Richard Saller. Richard Saller. Whatever the guy's name is, he got caught red-handed with some bullshit science and. 
some girl stepped forward and said, I did it. And she disappeared. Now she's back and hanging out with him again. A Stanford president to step down despite probe exonerating him. Science.org, July 2023. Oh, it is a far, far from exonerated. Mark Mark Tesser to see her. Forget his name. No, it wasn't Tessier. It's crazy. As soon as you type in Stanford fraud, you can find a bunch of stuff. Dude, how about uh, Diane Feinstein being 90? Hey, do you remember when we went to D.C. and we visited the lady? She didn't have a vote, but she was basically the equivalent to a senator for D.C., right? What was that lady's name? And she was fucking senile. Do you remember that? And her staff were like rolling their eyes every time she spoke to you. And she was just talking crazy gibberish. Who was that? I wonder if she's still in office. That was nuts. That was a rude. That was a a eye opening moment for me. I liked her. I liked her. I said when we approached her office, we were driving down the beltway and, and uh, Podesta's people had told us that, uh, She's really, really big on D.C. statehood. And I said, well, why don't we just tell her we're all for that? And I said, yeah, wouldn't it be nice if that were, it were that simple? So we went there and sat with her, and she talked gibberish. And during a break, one of her own staff says, can you imagine she's a law professor at Georgetown? And they're rolling her eyes, and we're all laughing at her being out of her fucking mind, right? Right, right. And on the way out the door, I said, hey, by the way, I'm all for D.C. statehood big lie and she says well you should have started you should have started with that when you came in the door and uh our our podesta guy says wow that's embarrassing this is one of those few times when the client just shows you they they got more figured out than you do oh man uh, oh eleanor holmes it was a congressman eleanor really... holmes yeah yep yep dude she's still in office She could be mummified and buried with King King Tut, and it wouldn't matter. Hey, I'm not I'm not exaggerating. By the way, people, we went and saw her, and she was senile. She was broken. She, I mean, and and the staff was rolling their eyes and talking about her to to us right in front of her, and she's still in office. Eleanor Holmes, eighty six years old. Her, they were letting her know when it's time to change the subject. From behind her, apologizing. Lip-syncing apologies. She went to Yale Law School, Yale University, and Antioch College all in the 60s. Oh, man, that was crazy. That was brutal. She can't make public appearances, I assume. I wonder if there's any videos of her. You handled it well. You were smooth with her. What else are you going to do? I don't know. I'd have had trouble keeping a straight face. Her staff helped with that. Yeah, that was bizarro world. And then you saw Diane Feinstein died in office. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw the other day, um, uh, 
Biden was answering questions from the press and got stuck up there. And they just turned on the music and his handlers came and got him. Ah, perfect. <laughs> Time to go. You remember running into Pelosi in the elevator? I think I I, I was not there for that. I was outside. Okay. I missed that. I was at that trip, but I was outside. I did go to the school with the banana slug mascot rambler. I went to uh, UC Santa Barbara. You think they should put an age age limit on uh, office running for office? No, no, no. But I think when someone, you know, has trouble, cognitive trouble at any age, that uh, the electorate ought to be smart enough to let them go. But they're not. No. Well. Even if they are, I mean, people would rather some people would rather see a senile Biden than a, you know, healthy, you, you name, you know, put, put whoever's name you want. You know, I uh the nature of politics is you end up with these either ors, right? You know, make me make a decision. Hitler or Mussolini? I'll go with Mussolini. Thank you. Right. Right. I mean, right. And now, now do I have to defend Mussolini? I'm not going to do it. Right. That's why I'm going to vote for Trump. Do you know what that is? That's honesty. That a lot of people can't have. That well, people are attached to their. It's not. It's not an intellectual process for the left. They want to pick the guy that makes them look good. You can kind of give someone an authenticity scale by asking how many of their behaviors, from the way they dress, the things they say, where they live, how they act, what they eat. And how much of it is just sheerly, completely a function of what they like and how much of it is their perception of others' perceptions of that choice? Yeah, the other other people's perception part is a trip. It's nuts. High school shit. And you make them, you you pick an argument about it, and you're just instantly an asshole. It's like telling a guy that you think he looks like a douchebag with his Hawaiian shirt and his gold chains. He was under the distinct impression he looked pretty fucking cool when he looked in the mirror. You ready? Yeah. Greg, we are addressing. I don't know what that is. MTHFR and COMT gene variants in our house as they relate to folate. Methylation, high cysteine levels, and fertility. Is this an area you know looking for reliable sources? Nothing about it. it can you uh, translate? What, what did he just say? What, what's he asking? I'd have to, I'd have to dig in. I'll send you your $10 back. Thank you. No, but I, I, <laughs> I, 
God. <laughs> I I I do wonder if uh if if you can assume ridiculous views of sex and differences in sex that render you infertile. I would expect so. Say that again. <laughs> I think I think there's <clears throat> I think there's a worldview you can atop that would lend you infertile as a male. Infertile at what level? Not at the biological level. You're still shooting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Live. Uh, really? Nah. Yeah. 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 I can start thinking that I'm a woman and, and, and that, and, and you think I just start shooting blanks? Yeah. Wow. I would expect that. Wow. Wow. Hey, the brain's a powerful thing. I, I agree. I agree. That's just that's watched, real, for you. That's really for you. That's some I, metaphysical shit. Look, that's like some oh, self-help book it's, shit. It, I can't look, believe I heard that come out of your mouth. That's like something I'd say. There's conjectures, hypotheses, theories, and laws. This is some deep conjecture shit. But I've seen the effect of emasculation on men in Santa Cruz through liberal mm. views of the you know it, it, once you believe there's no, no difference between men and women the way men behave leads women to be unattracted to them and i can't conceive of that increasing uh uh viability of your sperm and i like we know enough people i can give you specific names i mean like wow look at that look at those two uh, uh, Deja and Tendu, uh, shucks, Greg. Everything, it's all good here. I still support the show. I am not infertile, Greg. I shoot ropes. Right. <laughs> I don't know what's that mean. You shoot ropes. I don't get it. Uh, check out the uh Weston A. Price Foundation for a resource on MTHFR, Dusty Willard. Yeah, and I, and I may, this it's ringing a bell because I, I, I did a deep dig on Weston Price and was fascinated by the work there 20 years ago. So, and it was on that level of like, uh, you know, like this, this, this doesn't seem absurd to me. It didn't have a two plus two is five, five. I mean, it's a guy that went around the world and said, look, you know, <clears throat> these people have perfect teeth and don't have heart disease. And when we see people with rotten teeth, they have heart disease. And all the sequela from that. Sequela? What's that? The things that naturally come downstream from that. <clears throat> Uh, Ryan Douglas, I shoot knots. Uh, Kenneth DeLapp, uh, ropes equals viscosity. Ah, thank you. My favorite word, viscosity. Hey, uh, that was a fast 90 minutes. Thank you. What a journey. No, thank you. It's always oh, good yeah. to be here. Yeah. Oh, what? Just Weston Price. Yeah, good. Weston Price. Yeah. Check him out. Uh, great, great material there. Especially if you're going to have kids. There's another one too, and I can't remember her name. I always remember, it, and I don't want to get it right wrong, but Enig. 
someone Enig who had concerns about trans fats long ahead of being able to demonstrate anything, kind of a pre-Crumero, if that's even possible, concern with trans fats. Um, on the 22nd, I, uh, Greg and I will be headed to Sacramento. I do not, I do not know if it's a live show. Does he do his show live, Mark Bell? I, I have no idea. He's just been so kind and I'll be, anyway, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, uh, traveling with Greg to Sacramento, uh, chilling, yep. hanging with them all day. He's going to be on the Mark Bell podcast. That's going to be cool. I'm not sure when it will air, but I know Mark does do some stuff live, so that might be live. And excuse me. And then hopefully on the 24th, that's a week from today. We'll have Greg on again here for our Tuesdays with Greg, uh, Martin Graham. What's up, dude. Thank you for the money. That's a lot. Uh, catching up after a few weeks of these highlight of my week. All I need is dinner and drinks and it would be perfect for me. Love you guys. You demand. Dude, I'll, you know, Martin, we'll, we'll do a gig at my house and just invite a dozen people out and sit around and talk crazy shit. The Mark Bell thing's fascinating. He's a, uh, one of the strongest people to ever live. And I know people that don't, uh, don't, uh, I mean, they're strong, they're fit, but they have more respect for him intellectually and physiologically than do they have an, an adoration of fitness. And just the fact that he's brought family and friends to hear broken science stuff and has the regard for me that he does and has been persistent enough. I'm I'm ready to go talk to him. Awesome. Um. All right, dude. And thanks uh, thanks for coming with too. By the way. Oh yeah, I'm pumped. I'm excited. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. It's gonna be. Do you know what we're driving? Are we Are we going in the truck? We're getting the TRX. Awesome. I'm trading right. it in. By the way. You are, oh for that thing for that that yeah that. yeah yeah I got one. <laughs> what is that thing called? Uh, uh, Did you get the one with all the tires in the back? Yeah, the Marathon 1000 from Hennessy. Uh, you got the one with the four tires in the back? No, not that. I can't. I, like, that's just too much attention. God, that I, did, I, I did get the 1,000 horsepower TRX. This thing's crazy. Who yeah. who makes this? It's a it's a, a, a Ram TRX, and a Hennessy's throwing a, a watermelon sized uh, supercharger on it, and tuned it and made some other mods, and they all made good sense to me. Hey, they got videos of him here racing Lambos. <laughs> but you know, this is a guy like. <laughs> I got rid of my turbo S and like, I'm, I'm downsizing. So in the smaller and upsize one truck, one truck to end them all. Yeah. All right. What color did you get? White. Of course. When does that, when does that come? Oh, it's ready. They're, they want the one sitting in the driveway in Santa Cruz. Are we going to take that to Sacramento? I don't think it's gonna happen that fast. I think because I there's shit, shit I need to I need to disarm it first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I don't dare have it get traded in. Yeah, this shit. Oh, I know what that means. Right, right. I actually do know what that means. It's fully loaded. (laughs) Right. All right, buddy. I love you. I'll uh, love you, you man. Yep. And all all of you that listen and say kind things, and all you that listen and hate me, that's that's good too. That's still good to talk. I've always enjoyed. You know, my like I have my origins in standing in front of audiences and telling them. Everything you eating is fucking you up, and your exercise is stupid. Can we have a conversation? Right. And so I'm not, I'm not uh, discomforted by by controversy. The only really hard thing I had in my life, I think, was the uh, uh, being turned on viciously by half wits for whom I'd done so much. Right. By the way, some of the Iceland people came up today, and the the I, like. I I met a guy in front of a. St. Marcus uh, Basilica in Venice, who launched a couple of boxes in Iceland and is from Stuttgart. And was I he nice him, to you? Was he th- he was thankful and super nice? I told him, make sure that some of the Iceland queens get my love. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, we better go. You're good, dude, Greg. Thanks, bud. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. Uh, all right. Thank you, Greg. I'll talk to you soon, buddy. All right, pal. Say, hey, love to Haley and the boys. Okay, same here. Send hey, love to the family. There's word you might be going to Dallas with us. I am. The whole thing relies on Ari's leg. I, I really want to, but I don't want to have to carry him. He's still on crutches, but but he could be off any day now. He's doing good, man. Yeah, he's doing great. Yesterday, he went to the good. jiu-jitsu studio, and he rolled. It's not in pain. He just can't walk. The kid's going for that egg like fucking lions on a limping zebra. What, what What's an egg? That leg. Going oh, that yeah, leg. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I told him. Well, I told No, the, the instructor says, don't pull on Ari's left leg. <laughs> I got right. stories to tell along those lines of personal ones. Another day. Good personal shit. Okay, good. Remind me. Bye. All right. Bye. Fuck. He made that show easy. Uh, 250 on only nine likes. Well, thank you for liking. You guys are so good for all nine of you that like this show. Um, we had, I had a pretty, uh, I I have a guest who is deployed over there in Israel who was supposed to come on today that that and obviously that's going to be touching go um because and and I know that I have to be crazy flexible with this guest to see when he can come on uh and he's a crossfitter and an affiliate owner uh okay um great show it looks like hunter is I I guess I could let me see I guess I could call hunter really quick um and just uh he wanted to say something and or i wanted he's looking for an athlete to participate in his event hunter's looking for an athlete to participate in his event and i just wanted to give him um or you guys him the opportunity to share it and any athletes out there who want to participate in it it sounds fun it's in san diego i think this week the opportunity it sounds like it's a pretty rare opportunity let's see if he'll answer hey dude hello hey dude we're live 
Oh, you're going live? Oh, I'm live with you right now. Hey. Uh, you want me to go on my computer or something? I don't give a fuck. Listen, I got a question for you. Yesterday, you were kind enough to call me and tell me that there is a, an event you're throwing this weekend called Battle Bunker. And that Battle Butt Cheeks. Yeah. No, it's next weekend. Next weekend. I'm going to... Uh, let me just sign on my computer. Okay. Okay. Let give me, me, give me, th- oh give me three God. minutes. You know what I hear? You're you're huh. like in really dork mode right now. You're like working, like you have glasses that are hanging off the tip of your nose, bifocals, and like you have a pencil behind your ear. Are you at Dude, a desk? Some of us actually have jobs. Sucks to be you. Sucks to be you, bitch. All right, here, send me the link. I sent you the link, Mofo. All right, bye. Bye. Um, this is gonna be quick. Oh, here. Look, there's Matt. Su- Hunter, good to see you. Fuck, you look like Sousa. Wait, I just my <laughs> glasses or something. <laughs> I'm going to break a record in Buttle Bat Cheeks. Buttle Bat Cheeks. I, I think, uh, did you use the link that I sent to both of you? Or are you, you don't even need a link. I don't even know what's going on. I woke up like 20 minutes ago. I slept for like 13 hours. Oh, dude, you killed it this week. Good job. Fuck. I was supposed to be up much earlier. <laughs> good job. There, there could be a lesson for people on how to frame um competitions if you, if you haven't got to see crash crucible you'll see that the Sousa was basically on this gimbal the gimbal the dji gimbal with an iphone on it and just framing the uh first and second place competitors perfectly the entire time by the way greg just destroyed i know i was listening to the last portion of it <clears throat> it was awesome i can't wait to go back and listen to the rest of the show yeah he just he just here he is oh shit uh, where is we you want Hunter McIntyre? We don't want the Twitch gamer, otherwise known as Hunter McIntyre. Dude, I would, I, would, I should have done Twitch, dude. I fucked up. My parents, my dad specifically, told me to quit playing video games. I was one of the best Halo players in the world. I'd be making Oprah money right now if it wasn't for this dumb fucking fitness stuff. Titties. Hey, tell me, I have to, I have to take the kids to the skate park now but yesterday when you called me it sounded like there might be an opportunity for some of my listeners to partake in something that's really cool that they otherwise wouldn't get a chance to due to some other failures two pussies pulled out and there's so there's two last minute openings tell me tell me we had we had a couple medical uh dropouts um and we have this event that we put on each year at the Olympic Training Center down in Chula Vista, right outside of San Diego. You get to stay where all the Olympians are training from around the world, training to be the best and achieve great, great tasks. And we put on this really awesome two-day event, and we need to find two chicks to fill in the bracket because the way the bracket works to make it work properly, we do need to have people going head to head and it's only going to add up when the math really adds up. So tell me the date. The date is the 28th and the 29th day. One is called grit day and day two is called field day. So grit day to give you guys an example would be more like when back when CrossFit used to be in California and they took you guys to camp Pendleton and did that big run. And then the O course and all that kind of stuff ocean swims, stuff like that. That's grit day. Field day would be the equivalent of, you know, the very typical CrossFit-esque, you know, turf type competitions, a lot of head-to-head, really fun stuff. Like our version of a of the weight ladder, instead of using barbells, is we're using tires, like huge ass fucking tires you have to flip over. And it's like a speed ladder through flipping tires. Um, one of the other really cool events that we're putting on is called the Bob Tests, where in Special Forces they make that you tight. I know what the Bob Test is. <laughs> yeah, so that, that one's a really cool structure where it's like yeah. 
we try to treat it the same way they do in special operations units um, where it's like, you know, it's pass fail. Like, you know, you can get it's serious. Like you don't want to get knocked out of that one event. Otherwise, it's really going to F you. It's not truly that physical of an event, but it's very mental. And, and the no winner of around. and the winner of the Bob test also receives this special trophy that I have here. Is that a mold um, of your dick? It's the no, not mine. It's mine. It, it, <laughs> Hunter, you know whose it is. Dude, that's a cute cock. Uh, you know who got it for Andrew Hiller got it for me. Hey Hiller molded um, his cock and sent it to you. That's such a friendship. Hey, tell, tell. oh my god. It smells, it smells good. Smells good too. Hey, um, tell me this. Um uh can they win anything? Do they win any prize money? Oh, yeah. There's a ton of cash in there. Okay. Uh, How good do they need to be? Because you know people we, are scared. We really, we really want to – we need to have somebody who's like a regionals level or above because there's nine workouts across the two days, and the amount of capacity necessary is pretty significant. The amount of skill is not like as high as CrossFit events, but capacity is high. And How about Devin Kim? Have you talked to her? I believe my partner has talked to him. Like they've recruited okay. all the Invictus. So we got two really, really great athletes from Invictus on the female side. How about side that coming. super hot Asian chick and the other hot white chick? They do all the pictures together all over Instagram. Lori and I don't know. I don't know the Asian girl's name. Both of those girls are coming. Oh, shit. Yeah. So we're stacked. We got some good people, but I'm just putting it out there. And I've called a couple people in my network. And, you know, we've definitely gone through the qualification routes and got people that have earned their spots. But, you know, it's not going to. It's only going to bring better people in if we can get some last-minute, really amazing athletes from other communities. There um, you go. You can walk it, who, would they, who do they contact? How do they contact you? Just slide into your DMs? Anybody can slide into my DMs, or you can DM the Instagram uh, Battle Bunker, like Hypercon Games. You can get you can get a hold of any of them, but probably the safest way to do this, if you're watching this right now, is just to jump on and shoot me a DM. And what if, what if, what if, uh, um, if I, what about trannies? Could a tranny enter uh, your division? Like, a, um, I'm a dude, but we don't, we don't have a, I, we don't have a category for that. I mean, that's okay. We, right. We've, it's a, it's a complicated question. Dude, someone just dropped you 50 bucks. What are you doing with these people? Hey, how did you get Victos as a sponsor? I swear to God, um, between Greg and I, I've, we've spent $20,000 there. Easy. <laughs> Easy. How the fuck? And these fucking so guys won't sponsor slow, me. Do you know how you many shoes I fucking right sold them? The, see that guy in the center right there? That's Austin, and he was the founder of this whole thing. And he he literally has just such a – he has a humongous social media channel, and he's just got a really – like military brands love him. Brands in general love him. So he he built out a really good sponsorship program for us to to afford this. It's fucking wicked expensive to put these things on. Um, Austin Alexander has a huge, he's a hog. No, that's what you said. He has a huge, uh, uh, um, Rolodex. Massive. He does. Massive. Dude. Yeah. You know what's shit though? Victos has not sent me anything. Dude. They just I got skate the fuck out of me. Dude. I'm wearing Victos pants right now. I want Victos pants. This is bullshit. Even though I've worked my ass off and I've got great sponsors. I'm fuck Victos you, Victos. Sorry, Victor's is probably going to be really pissed. I have 20 <laughs> pairs of their shoes. I'm not even joking. I I have 15 pairs unopened. I got Dude, you fucking know what? I only belts. Wear, I, I only wear sweatpants shorts. I don't know if you can see this, but that's yeah, my entire – it's either I'm naked, sweatpants shorts, or I'm sweating over top of you wearing short shorts, dominating you in a competition. 
Those are my three wardrobes. What about wearing tights? What about those tights that um uh I wear the fuck uh, out of tights, dude. I got a I got a, Yeah, I like tights. I got a foot long subway down there and it just goes all over the place. Dude, you know what's you wear them crazy? down to your ankle? Tell me which tights he gets before we switch. Which tights should I get? I want to start wearing tights like um uh, uh what's the guy's dude, name who trains it? I, I have Kayham zero Uzmanov, the Russian Uzmanov deals with them. Represent the company I work with makes tights, but the ones that I will say like I've just been a go-to for years, no sponsorship deal whatsoever. Is a company called Pactera, and it's just so smooth. They're a good company. I just think they're a startup. They've always been really, really cool. They're a good company, and I think Pactera. it's really important. Pactera. P a c t e r r a. Oh, okay. They're a good company. Uh, dude. Uh, t- uh, Pactera Strider compression tight. Dude, my body is basically impervious to any damage, but everything from like butthole to belly button just gets so much heat when I can when I train and compete. Like it, it wrecks you. It really, really wrecks you. And I don't get it. Like I put in. Hey, I butter the goose. I'm starting to think that there's a lot of CrossFit athletes on steroids. Dude, you're starting to pick up on that finally after three years of friendship. I was watching part. a competition this weekend and some of the bodies are different than the other bodies. I didn't notice any. Who are you thinking about? So Do you I'm remember that? No. Are you guys talking about that competition that was put in the garage that we were watching and I was DMing you about? Yeah, the crash crucible. Dude, they had they had like the like the non-name brand version of Pat Vellner there. I like that guy. <laughs> Yeah, that guy, dude. That guy's like if you and Vellner had a fucking kid. Yeah, he's a good dude. Steve McQueen. McQueen's good. He's a good dude. McQueen. Dude, Martin, why don't you, guys you suck be in my a movie balls. together? Suck my balls, you guys Martin. Be in a movie. Martin's trying to accuse me of being on drugs. Martin, I'm accusing you of being a loser. How about that? Your face looks like the asshole of a pug. Fuck you, Martin. You deadbeat nobody. Martin, why are you on YouTube right now? Shouldn't you be taking please? care of your kids? I know, I'm, I'm getting you, off. You fucking hobo of a man. No, I'm hey, what do, you, what do you think about yellow? What do you think about yellow compression tights? These They're great. Ones, you still want things that pick up those little pee stains because when you go to the bathroom and then you get oh, out of there and if you don't oh. shake it like 50 times. So black is always safe. But those yellow ones are nice. Dude, you don't want this. What is that? That's creepy. You don't want those pants. You're really going to go with some off brand you found on Amazon? Instead of <laughs> just spending an extra, spending an extra twenty bucks, you cheap shit on a company like Pactera represented. Dude, you don't even know how cheap I am. But I will get, the, I will get the Pactera. I think because I do like the, um, I like to have the uh, opening there, the cock opening. Even though I don't like, even though I don't use it. Anybody who uses the cock opening, like who do you know who uses a zipper? No one. That's beyond creepy. Oh, I, I use ever the, seen somebody whip well, a cock Oh, you mean like not zipper? undo the top that button and just pee creep. out the zipper? That's a creep. <laughs> that hey. person deserves to be behind. That's like A-list security prison. I'm talking about the deepest depths of the world. If someone does that, can't have it. Hey, you try that like once when you're seven, and you're like, this is stupid. Have you ever done? Have you ever caught your meat in the zipper? Many, many years ago, pre-10 years old. Your I have soul foreskin. leaves your body? Yeah, like, I have oh. foreskin. that the, the zipper can do crazy damage to me. I don't know, dude. I feel like we got people right now in the comments that are hating us, accusing us of being gay. These are informative conversations that men need to be. This is a safe space. What do you mean men accusing us, outing about. us? What do you mean accusing us, outing us of being gay? Yeah, that's all right, dude. dude oh. You will not. Why did you become such a 
baller, dude. You have so many sponsors now. Thank you. I have to say, OG, Paper Street Coffee, the first believer. Gotta love them. Hey, you know what's crazy? I heard this. Uh, someone was saying that Craig Ritchie didn't make a dime at the games this year. Fuck that bitch. Why didn't you make any money? I don't know, but I made six figure, and I'm about to make seven figure. Yeah, I'm dude. About to be a seven Craig, figure. Why? It's because he's British, dude. They just don't know how to yeah. do business. We were able to beat them in a war just by throwing tea off a boat. Well, I also Fuck didn't ask him. for any of my sponsors. I didn't I also didn't ask for any of my sponsors either. Dude, Hunter would do a gay porn shoot for a thousand bucks. Dude, you bitch. That doesn't even cover half my day. <laughs> You're such a bitch, dude. You don't even know what my life's like, dude. Bills drop on me like fucking rain pours on your poor ass, dude. I fucking, <laughs> dude, a thousand dollars doesn't even cover my bubblegum bill for the day, you bitch ass bitch. Dude, this I really need, offends me. I need a million. I need a million to even get me to get my pants off just down to the tights. I need another 10 mil to go through the zipper. Cheap ass bitch. Uh, hey, um, uh, I sort of assume Sevon is circumcised. That is, that is, uh, dude, have you ever gotten into a fight with somebody who that's, gets that's, really I'm revved up by that? Really revved up about the whole foreskin thing. What do you mean, revved up? Like, oh, you mean like you should people like fight you? They're like, it's abusive to cut off the foreskin, what they're doing. And I, I, I didn't know what was a thing until all of a sudden. I was in it and like I was being attacked verbally by somebody for having my foreskin cut off. Like there's the people out this, there. That they're like, they one, time parade. This, one time this guy told me, he's like, Oh, that's gross. You have your foreskin. No girl's ever going to want to sleep with you. So I fucked his mom. Mm, that, player, that move. player move. Player <laughs> move. All right. Listen, if you want to, if you want to do battle bunker and you want to see the professional side of Hunter McIntyre, Arguably the fittest man on the planet. Don't question it. Just believe by it. By the way, by the way, Hunter's coming on Thursday. He is going to break another world record. We're going to have him on Thursday, and um, I'm excited for that. Dude, I'm 210 pounds all beef and tits right now, dude. I make Hiller look like a small child. Now that he's off the sauce, dude, he's just like my little baby nephew that I could smack around at any given time. Dude, look <laughs> at you. You are a fucking meatsicle. Fuck. Dude. Damn. That road bike almost just took off flying. Watch this, dude. That bar, I could have thrown it over the top of my head. Hey, he's doing sumo deadlift high pulls with 305. Dude, no big deal, dude. No big All right. deal. Andre, I love you. Thanks for coming on. Um, right. See you Thursday. Hey, man. I deserve at least 10% 10, 10 of that $50 tip. I'll see you guys later. Have a good one. Okay, I'll Venmo you. Bye. <laughs> All right, I got to go. I got five minutes to kind of get my shit together. All right. I uh, love you. Thanks for popping in. I always love seeing you surprising like this. this is cool. <laughs> yeah. It would have been an earlier if I could have woken up. Woken up. Okay. Adios. See see how good my picture is? Picture looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. So yeah, why I couldn't we get that from a fucking you. camera at Crash Crucible? Let's discuss on the phone. I'll call you in a bit. <clears throat> All right. Adios. Okay. Bye. Bye, everybody. Uh, later, everyone. Bye-bye.